Breaking news. Breaking news. Tool releases title track Fear Inoculum today for streaming services. Wanderings and Wool Gathering are here to recap and react to the tune. With me today is Metalhead Monday, and I'm JPP. Metalhead Monday, have you had a chance to listen to the track? Dateline, Kokomo, Indiana. Oh, yes, of course I have. Are you kidding me? Yes, sir. It, uh, you know, hit about eight o'clock this morning. And of course, I was on the road. So I had to pop it on and, and uh, beat the commute traffic for sure. So any uh, first thoughts from you, sir? Uh, well, I was itching to listen to it. I didn't know that it dropped until you guys started texting about it. And I got pretty excited. So I do not have uh, <laughs> unlimited data, so I was waiting on Wi-Fi, so when I w stopped for lunch, I got on the Wi-Fi where I was and listened to it and, you know, really, really dug it. So I was, like I told you guys, I was excited to uh, get home and put it up on the system and all of that and listen to, you know, run the YouTube through our tv system and all that so sounded sounds really good loud sweet <laughs> yeah i'm i'm in the same boat i don't have unlimited data but i took one for the team i'm, I'm willing to pay a couple bucks over for this <laughs> yeah we're, we're usually pretty good so it wasn't a big deal but uh yeah i um i gave it a, a thorough listen in the car of course and when you're you know kind of second nature pedal on the gas, pedal on the brake, pedal on the gas on the brake. It's easy to just let that be on autopilot and just kind of dig into the tune. So great first impression. Um, here are some opening thoughts. Um, you know, of course, in normal tool fashion, it does take a little time to evolve, which, hey, that's them. That's what they do. I commend them for their patience in building a song up. That's something as a songwriter I struggle with sometimes. It's it's that balance between do I want to vamp on this and let this evolve and kind of grow and build, or do I just want to kind of get to the meat of the tune because some listeners might be like, I'm bored, I need to move on, I need a verse, chorus, verse type thing. So, you know, ultimately I write for me, so that's my internal struggle. But I thought it opened up great. The recording, as far as the production goes reminds me a little bit of the anima era as far as like the way the guitars are mixed in the way the bass is on 10,000 days in lateralis i felt like the bass was a lot more glassy and crisp and the guitars were real full and pronounced but things are kind of sitting in the pocket more and just kind of melted together um for lack of a better way to describe it and the the guitar work with the kind of the volume swells and and whatnot it's a nice little touch for the song and of course tool's going to go several different ways in terms of riffs here, direction here, time signatures and that kind of stuff. But, you know, it's uh, it's certainly a testament to the time they took on this song. You can tell that there was a lot of meticulous thought and forethought and pre-planning and that sort of thing to even get to the point that they are here. And my last quick little piece is, this is track one. This is just a tiny piece of the whole puzzle. So I'm excited for the next you know, phase of it with the whole release here in the next uh, couple of weeks. Uh, when you say track one, they have they released that it's the actual first track on the album, or are you just saying it's first release? Well, a little bit of both, because my impression based off of the Apple Music playlist that I saw, it was on top, and then underneath it was track two, track three, track four. 
Yeah. Cool. So, and I thought it was clever. A lot of bands, when they do a pre-release, you'll have the kind of the highlighted track that you can play and everything else is kind of grayed out. The grayed yeah. out ones did not have song titles. They were just track numbers. Okay. See, I didn't get on anything. I just, I strictly listened to it on YouTube every time. I didn't go on iTunes or Apple or Spotify or anything. It just was doing the, you know, the official audio on YouTube. Cool. I'm sure a lot of people found it in various mediums and platforms. So the luxury of using the audio, it's certainly less data than, than a high def video, but uh, you know, nonetheless, I'm still getting good quality with the streaming. So. Right on. Yeah, they definitely, you know, it's tool, man. They love their long intros and you said something about uh, listeners and like, I don't, at this point, well, I don't know if they ever really gave a shit about, listeners they they make the music they want to make and it seems to be okay with everybody because they have one of the most rabid fan bases of any band out there today absolutely uh, and i you know my first impressions i listened to it and i was like well you know this sounds like tool <laughs> and uh it's like it's not earth shattering it's not face melting or anything like that but it doesn't i don't think it needs to be you know what i mean it's like it's solid as hell and it sounds like tool i mean it's just that's i don't know what else to say about it like all all four of the guys on their individual you know uh assignments they all sound fantastic it all blends together well you, you know you've got I think uh there's a few definitely a few percussion sections where Danny Carey shines quite a bit um and I I can never say enough good things about Justin Chancellor I think he's outstanding uh, whether he's driving the song or hanging you know it, which in Tool, it tends to be he is holding down some kind of riff or rhythm or something, and Adam is kind of weaving in and out or doing a noodly little thing or whatever, and that's pretty much the case on this one. Um, but again, it's, it's fucking Tool, man. It sounds fantastic. It yeah. really is great. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm excited to hear the rest of the album. Same here. And it takes a lot for me to get excited about releases um, these days. And I hate to say that and sound like a curmudgeon, but um, they've done a fantastic job of building the hype. I mean, one, we just now got their whole library of streaming possibilities for the first time ever. So that's kind of getting everybody built up. And that's a great marketing ploy, if you will. And then yeah, we get all that stuff charted. No, I didn't. They released all of their stuff at once, and I think all of it charted. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty cool. So does that mean Maynard's like, excuse me, I just charted? <laughs> yeah, did you chart? But uh, yeah, man, that's that's great. And I know that's never been a mission of theirs in the past. And uh, one thing Tool has over some of the other projects that Maynard's involved with is I know there'll probably be a tour, but they can have select dates because I know Maynard's a busy guy in his entrepreneurial efforts these days. So he can take a break, go focus on the winery and the harvest and then go back out and that kind of thing. So they've got a really good spot to be in. Fans will be there no matter where they show up. And um, I think that 2019 is going to be dominated by them through the end and we'll be excited to see what happens with them in 2020. 
definitely. Uh, you know, you were talking about the buildup to this, and I, I will say one thing. I, I intentionally avoided, you know, like the, all of the buzz started happening. Oh, they're playing new music. They're playing new music. And we got these two new songs, and oh, oh they start popping up everywhere on YouTube and all of that. I did not listen to any of that, not even once. I didn't want to. I didn't like I'm very excited to get new music from Tool. It's been 13 years. That's insane. And uh but I didn't want to hear like some bootleg audio and like, you know, I know Tony was on that immediately and he specifically talked about one where like these people were just talking incessantly and like I don't even want to hear that because it's just gonna piss me off that they're talking over the song. Like I want to hear the song. Um, so I just avoided all of that stuff completely. And I, I was waiting for official audio or something. I mean, it's tool. You never know what they're going to do. They seem to play by their own rules all the time. Absolutely. You didn't know what you were going to get ahead of the release date, but this is what we got. And it's, it's pretty rad. Absolutely. Now the only teaser, I mean, I watched a couple seconds of the live piece and I heard the talking and I was like, I'm out, I'll wait. But I did watch the Instagram post that Adam Jones did with him with the little guitar with the speaker playing just one of the riffs. And as a guitar player, of course, I'm going to watch that. But the nice thing is, is it's taken completely out of context. So I don't know if that's the way that's going to be delivered on the album you know, what the ensemble underneath it's going to sound like, things like that. So it still has an element of mystery, but it was still, you know, a little bit of an Adam Jones riffage happening. So that got me excited for sure. Very cool. Sweet. So that pretty much wraps up the tool reaction for Fear Inoculum. We're really looking forward to it. We're going to review it when it comes out here in a couple of weeks. So please stay tuned for that. Listeners, we're also curious if you like little episodes like this, where if we get some breaking news, we kind of come out and do a quick little, hey, what's up? This is what's happening in the world of music as we get that information. Um, if you do like this tidbit of, of info, please feel free to leave us a comment on our Facebook page at Wanderings and Wool Gathering or on Instagram at Wanderings and Wool Gathering as well. Before we sign off, though, I got a couple of pieces of news I want to talk about, too. And Metalhead Monday can also chime in. Next week's review is going to be We Are Not Your Kind by Slipknot, another highly anticipated album. I think Steve uh, didn't hate that one. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, you know, one point I forgot to make is, you know, Foggy's not here. It's like the teacher's gone. We could play. We can get away with stuff. But uh, <laughs> the teacher is gone. That's right. That's right. So, yay, no school. But <laughs> so Slipknot released Birth of the Cruel recently as well. I think it was Monday. Um, they've got another uh, Solway Firth. If you haven't seen that video, let me just say, put the kids to bed before you watch it. And Unsainted is also uh, out for preview as well on Apple Music. So give those a listen. We'll give a full review uh, next week on this album. Last piece of information. I don't know if you saw this. Did you hear about the woman who uh, scared off a cougar playing Metallica? I did. And I just read the article again at lunch after I listened to the Tool song. I read the article about Hetfield calling her. Yes, I, I saw that here. I've got, I haven't had a chance to read it, but uh, yeah, it's pretty funny that he gave her a, a shout for, uh, you know, using Metallica to, to ward off nature. Yeah, so. he did. Uh, what, what I read, my understanding of it is that, you know, that happened and 
like she she was hiking with her dog the cougar shows up she said it happens quite often and they usually get scared away fairly easily but this one seemed pretty aggro and it was kind of after the dog so she started freaking out and did the first thing she could think of to try to scare it away she whipped out her phone and started playing metallica ironically um, the, tr- the track was don't tread on me yeah i know that was great i thought that was super hilarious so then that story breaks and, you know, the band hears about it. I think Kirk Hammett had mentioned it somewhere or something. And then she got, was contacted by a representative of the band and wanted to know if it would be okay if they shared her contact information with one of the band members. And she was like, um, yeah. <laughs> so then the, before she knows it, she's got a call from James Hetfield and, uh she said i don't i don't know how long they talked i think it was it was a decent amount of time you know he didn't like rush through it or anything he spent some time on the phone with her she said he was super cool really down to earth they talked about you know their dogs and outdoors and all that kind of stuff because he's super into that nice and, and after they got off the phone he sent her uh he took a selfie and sent her a text and said just just in case you wanted more proof, it was actually me. Like, Holy crap, that's amazing. Yeah, no kidding. I'm I'm gonna have to uh, stage a fall where I trip and fall down, and I play metallic music to get back up. And hey, give me a call. <laughs> yeah, I just I can't even imagine getting a phone call from Papa Head. No kidding. Yeah, it's pretty funny. He's wearing like a little yellow T-shirt. There's a palm tree. Looks like it's behind him and stuff. And he's just smiling and giving the horn. So, very cool. That's very nice of you, Papa Het. And I'm glad she turned out all right for sure. Cool. Any other final thoughts before we sign off? No, I'm good, man. I'm just really stoked to hear the rest of the Tool album. And uh, uh, this one was pretty. Uh, I don't know. Tame, calm. I told I was just telling Lacey I it's this song's very pretty. Mm-hmm. It, it's pretty. It's got like the pieces kind of weave in and out. It's real atmospheric, and you know Maynard's not going super crazy. He's singing kind of on the higher register, and it's very pretty. Yeah, yeah, and that's another piece too. I forgot to mention is like his vocal melodies are not real um, rhythmic. They're definitely kind of long droning phrases, and um, he's kind of a part of that you know, atmospheric texture in that regard as well. So he definitely plays on the words and lets them flow just like, you know, the bass line, just like the rhythm and stuff like that. So he gets lost in the breeze of the, of the jam, if will, not in a bad way. It's just, it's all part of that continuous energy and flow to say the least. I'm going to have to get a lava lamp to listen to the album at you know, full length. So. But that, my point was like, this song is kind of pretty and atmospheric. I'm interested to see like how, where they go on the spectrum of heavy you know how 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 many how much of a banger might be on this album or but you know it's whatever it is i'm sure it's going to be good yep i couldn't agree more for sure well thanks for hopping on today to help uh with with this reaction and recap thanks for listening as well uh we'll be back next week with uh, slipknot's new release and you know feel free to comment and let us know if there's anything you'd like to for us to review out there we're keeping an eye and a finger on the pulse as best we can but sometimes things slip through the cracks so we encourage any kind of suggestions and if we get a chance we'll take a listen to it thanks again for listening and you have a great night Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.